Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hi, everybody. That's about as good as you're going to get today. Uh, I've been sick, still sick. Yeah. Ray can testify. I am sweating my bald head right now. So, yes, the rare uh, muted intro. Yes. But, yes, welcome back to another episode of Homer's Donuts. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to help out the Simpsons guy as much as I can today. I'm uh, the Simpsons guy. That's L. Ray. And um, we're here to talk about the... Next installment of The Simpsons, which is episode 19 of season 8, titled Grade School Confidential, and it originally aired April 6th of 1996. Seven. 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 I'm yes. sorry. It's still, still a little delusional here. Yes. As you may have noticed, we didn't have an episode last week. So, but yes, that was due to uh, The Simpsons guy getting hit by a truck of sickness. Guys, yes. you can attest, he was perfectly fine last Thursday morning. We were making plans to come do the show. And I want to say about noon, he looked like they dropped him off of a building or something. Man. And he's been like that for, what, a week now? A week now, yes. So, but here we are. He's going to push through it today for you guys. I've seen better days, but we've got to do this. Yes, we're going to get it done. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off with the traditional uh, chalkboard and couch non, gags. Non chalkboard mm-hmm. gag. Uh-huh. Uh, the couch gag, though, we do have balloons right five clear blue balloons they're shaped like each member of the family so they float down onto the couch and they all kind of get in there and you hear the squeaking like when they're all sitting together rubbing against each other uh-huh. and then they all just pop right yep. so pretty pretty clever i like that one yep this is a nice one yep we're gonna open up this episode in springfield elementary and uh, principal skinner is actually going to be reading his little announcements over the internet. Yes. Starts out he's like, so finally, the bake sale to raise money for the car wash has been canceled due to confusion. <laughs> I can see why. Yes. As well, this, that concludes this morning's announcements. I'm Seymour Skinner. Stand by to resume learning in five, four, three, two, one. And then we go to Mrs. Krabobble's room. Yes. And she's staring up at the intercom. She's like, Ah, uh, she's... Yeah, she's very, very... Uh, it's hard enough to keep the kids awake without you, Seymour. Mm-hmm. Giving the little boring-ass countdown at the end there. Yep. So, she goes to her desk, opens it up, pulls out some um, firecrackers, lights them, throws them on the, t- on the floor. They pop, the kids wake up, and he, she has their attention again. Yeah. If only you could do something. God, yes. We we get fired for this. Oh, we get dude, fired yeah, for yeah. This. You would get in a heartbeat. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, at that moment, Martin's there, and he raises his hand. He says, Mrs. Grobobble, I also have an announcement to make. Miss <laughs> Kay's like, can't I wait until I retire? Great answer. Mm-hmm. And so he clears his throat, right? He gets up, and he's like, I want one and all to join me in celebrating the anniversary of my portentous birth. And he starts to pass out invitations. Right? And he gives one of Nelson's like, here you all, Nelson. Here you are, Nelson. 
Nelson gets a birthday party, and he throws it back at him. And Martin picks it up, and then he puts it back on his desk. Here you are, Nelson. And Nelson picks it up, and he tosses it back on the floor. And he picks it up again. He puts it on his desk. Here you are, Nelson. And then Nelson said, says, I said... Right? So mm. obviously Martin is not getting the hint here. No. Um, not uh, socialist Martin. No, <laughs> not at all. And so we cut to the Simpsons' backyard, and Bart and Milhouse are in a wagon, and it's hitched to Homer's uh, riding lawnmower, yes. right? And so Homer's like, all right, man, get ready to blast off! And of course, he takes off very slow mm. on the tractor, right? And he's trying to, you know, pump it up. like, woo, we're in orbit now! What's that? A call from the president? Hello? And then he switches to his president voice. And, oh, yes, let me just say this uh, about that. Of course, Homer would invoke Nixon, right? Uh-huh. And he says, okay, Mr. President. And he hangs up his finger. Uh-huh. And in the back, Millhouse is like, Bart, this is boring. Because mm-hmm. they're riding that little red wagon that's being pulled behind the, yeah. on the lawnmower. And uh, Homer's like, oh, there's some dangerous crabgrass over there. Just saying really lame stuff. And Bart's like, I guess we could go to Martin's party. And uh, Millhouse says, I don't know. If we're seen there, we'll definitely take our social standing down a notch. And Bart's like, what are we now? Three? Three and a half. We get beat up, but we get an explanation. <laughs> That's pretty funny. How, how kind That's of That's one of Millhouse's <coughs> lines in there. Mm-hmm. So they uh, walk off without informing Homer. They go to, to go to Martin's celebration. And while this is happening, uh, of course, Homer doesn't notice that they're leaving. And he keeps uh, narrating his little voyage on his little spacecraft. Mm-hmm. And he gets caught up in a hammock. Yes. And it just rolls up in it, right? To which he starts shouting Mayday because now he's tangled up. Uh-huh. And so then we cut to Martin's party. And it is elaborate, to say the least, right? There's music there. There's all the party games. There's the bouncy house. There is an ice sculpture of Martin in a very um, feminine pose. Feminine pose, mm-hmm. right? Standing on one toe with the leg like very ballet-like pose, uh-huh. right? And uh, I love this part because Bart's there getting some punch, mm-hmm. and then he's looking around for the ice. There's no ice, and in true Bart fashion, in his ingenuity, he snaps the ice fingers off of the statue and throws them in his drink. Yep, Martin's fingers pretty, are going to keep it cool. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes, it was, and this. When he does this, Mrs. Krabobble walks up. Mm-hmm. She's like, hi, Bart. And Bart's like, oh, uh, Mrs. K, uh, hey, it's Saturday. Your powers are useless against me. <laughs> and Krabobble's like, relax. I'm just here to have some fun like everyone else. So don't think of me as your teacher. Bart's like, okay. So... And Miss Krabobble's like, mm-hmm. And she starts sipping some of the punch, and they're kind of like... They go, <laughs> awkward laugh. Uh-huh. And Bart just says, uh, excuse me. And he takes off, and he just stands there by himself. Yes. And he just walks off to stand by himself. Right? Mm-hmm. And Miss Krabobble is not happy about this. She just sighs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, we see there's a math... Ma- there's a magician. Yeah. He's doing tricks for the kids. But he's not just a regular magician. He's a mathemagician. Oh, God. Yes. And, uh, and Bart's like, like, hey, sell someone in half, you know, or something like that. Like, uh-huh. sell someone in half. He's like, uh, that's not, I'm not that kind of magician. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, what he's doing is a little math trick. 
Yes, he's like, I'm going to make this uh, equation disappear, right? Long division. Or the rem there. There's this remainder disappear. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So he, <coughs> he puts 7 into 28 uh, three times. And Lisa says, well, wait, 7 goes into 28 four times. And, and he's like, oh, this is a magic 7. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can't do that in front of Lisa. No, no. And so we see Mrs. K sitting alone on a bench near the, you know, there in the yard. And Mr. Skinner just shows up and he's like, Edna! Seymour! And he's like, well, do you mind if I sit down? And Corral goes, it's a free country. I, I don't follow you. Oh, Seymour. He's uh, so uptight. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. And Edna's like, oh, just sit down, Seymour. It might be nice to have a grown-up, uh, uh, to talk to a grown up for change. Mm -hmm. And uh, Skinner says, Well, this party is certainly a break in my routine. You know, normally I spend my Saturdays carefully laying out my clothes for the following week. And I stroll down to the car wash to see if Gus is there. And Edna's like, Oh, yeah, you got to keep busy. I collect matchbooks from glamorous nightclubs. It's amazing. If you just write to them and ask them nicely. <laughs> and then Skinner just stops, like, Is this how you imagined your life? And Edna's like, well, yes, but I was a very depressed child. And so Skinner gets his glasses, two poor decisions, and they clink mm -hmm. glasses, right? Edna's like, here, here. <laughs> and of course, Mrs. Skinner, his mother, right, mm -hmm. old Agnes, she's been looking at them through a hole in the fence the whole time, and she's like, Seymour, I told you not to play in the neighbor's yard. And Skinner's like, it's a party, mother. I was invited. <laughs> well... Then I must have been invited, too. And so she jumps down. She runs around to join the party, right? Oh, God. And then kind of like, uh, Seymour just looks at Edna and she goes, help me, Edna. Mm -hmm. He's really, really desperately wants to get under, out from under his mother's thumb. Yep. So they look around and then Edna notices Martin's little backyard playhouse. Of course, he has a playhouse. Mm -hmm. Right? And they hide in there. And while that's going on, we come back to the party. And Bart is there coaching uh, Millhouse in a game of pin the tail on the donkey, right? Mm -hmm. But he's not directing them to the donkey. No, he's directing he's them to the cactus. To a cactus, right? Ugh. And so just inches away from his target, Millhouse cramps up. He feels nauseous and he runs to the bathroom. But he's blindfolded. Yes. And he doesn't take the blindfold off. And he ends up in the moonwalk hunt instead. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the crowd just leave and gross because you hear, hear Millhouse just puke into the... Mm -hmm. That's got to be nasty, man. And then a bunch of the other kids start getting cramps too. And uh, it didn't take very long for Martin's parents to figure out what happened, right? Mm -hmm. And then Martin's dad goes, I told you we should have served cake instead of oysters. Yep. And Martin's are like, I'm ruined. And Nelson punches him in the gut and he goes, ha ha. But as he punches him, Nelson just goes, oh, and then he kills over, too. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> what the hell kind of people would serve oysters to oh, third graders? I don't know, man. Like, what a bad decision. Epically bad. Epically bad. How does that go right? I don't, I don't. I, no, there's no way it does. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the ambulance show up now to cart away all the casualties. Mm -hmm. okay, and Bart watches uh, the medics carry Lisa out. 
Lisa's like, Bart, how come you're not sick? And Bart's like, nah, I gave my oysters to the cat. And he points to the cat. And <laughs> the cat's kind of like barfing them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tells uh, Lisa, hey, why'd you eat them? I thought you were a vegetarian. And he's like, I didn't. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. And so we see, uh, we cut back to the, it's not a party anymore. We come back to the playhouse, right? And Skinner and Miss Kobabu are in there um, having tea. Yes. Right? There's like some little tea set in there. Yeah, there is. And he's like, more tea, Edna. And Kobabu's like, what kind of little boy has a tea set? (laughs) And I love this line. The Skinner's like, I think we both know the answer to that. And it's not what you were thinking, right? Because then he says, a lucky boy. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Krabobble kind of laughs and goes, you know, Seymour, you have an innocence about you that uh, that can be quite charming. He's like, oh, well, I've always admired your tart honesty and the ability to be personally offended by broad social trends. Oh, really? <laughs> Very much. And your laugh. You mean, ha! Mm-hmm. That's the one that makes me feel... Oh, boy, do you have a breath mint that I can borrow? <laughs> and Krabubble holds his hand, right? He's like, I have some menthol cigarettes. <laughs> says, oh, the heck with it. And he kisses Miss Krabubble passionately. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they make out in the little uh, playhouse, yeah. uh, we see one Bartholomew J. Simpson standing outside looking at them in shock. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, Bart, you know, he's, he saw a private thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he decides to respect her privacy, and he tells her that he's going to keep it to himself, right? And, uh... Of course, he, this is Bart. Yeah, it's Bart. Uh-huh. He's going to spill the beans, and so we cut to the cafeteria the next day, and he's got a crowd of people... And he says, you're never going to guess what I saw at Martin's party after you guys left. You know that playhouse? Well, I... And then Skinner's hearing this, right? He's at the serving line for in the cafeteria trying to get food. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good gravy! And the worker goes, oh, thank you. It's just brown and water. That's <laughs> disgusting. Yes. <laughs> he runs to the principal's office, and he calls Bart to the office, right? And so... We see that Skinner and Krabappel confront them. Yeah. Right. right. So Skinner goes, now, Bart, son, I don't, I don't know what you think you saw, but uh, let me assure you. And Krabappel's like, what Seymour's, or what, what Principal Skinner means to say, Bart, is that sometimes a little boy's imagination can run away with him. And Bart's like, that's the best that you can do? You could have at least said you were giving her CPR or rehearsing a play. And Skinner just like, is it too late to say that? Mm-hmm. And so Miss Gay says that they're a little concerned that if people were to find out that a principal were dating a teacher, they might see it as a conflict of interest. And Skinner's like, and there are those who might try to, to use it against us for their own advantage. And Bart says, like me, for one. <laughs> and... Skinner's like you for Bart. If life has taught me one lesson repeatedly is to know when I'm beaten. Let's talk deal. That's a good line. Yep. And so, you got to know when to negotiate, man. Yeah, you have to, man. What did Kenny Rogers say? You know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Exactly. Exactly, yep. And so 
we get the uh, permanent record thing here, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we see Ms. Krabappel pull out Bart's permanent record, which is like the size of a freaking phone book. Yeah. Crazy, right? She says, as you know, Bart, your permanent record will one day disqualify you from all but the hottest and noisiest jobs. And the Skinner's like, what do you say, son? You keep it, our, you keep our secret, and some other student can inherit your gloomy, windblown future. And he has uh, another file <laughs> that's way thinner, and it happens to long one Millhouse, right? So yeah. Bart pauses the thing, and he just says, deal. By the way, um, do you think they're still making that threat in elementary? This is going to be on your permanent record. God, I don't even know how that got started. I don't know. I just, I know I heard it in elementary and I never yeah. heard it after that. Yeah. I think the jig was up a long time ago with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they used to throw that at people. Apparently, yeah, you had a permanent record that was going to follow you everywhere. No, guys, that does not exist. I'll tell you right now. Mm -mm. Right? And so Skinner puts uh, Milhouse's label on Bart's file, and he says, this is a great day for Verminda. <laughs> so then Skinner and Krabobble celebrate with exotic desserts, right? And uh, they're at uh, Krabobble's eating. Skinner goes, hmm, this dessert is exquisite. What do you call it? <laughs> she says, applesauce. <laughs> and Skinner's like, oh, of course. I'm sorry. I don't get out to restaurants much. Don't they serve applesauce in elementaries all the time? Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're around applesauce all the time, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. But anyway, Edna says, that's okay. I don't entertain much. Usually it's just soup for one, salad for one, wine for three. <laughs> Great line, too. Yep. Skinner laughs and he's like, you know, I always thought I'd fall for women just like mother, even though I didn't want to. And now that I haven't, I've discovered what true happiness can be, Edna. And so she gets up, she says, Seymour? Swallow that applesauce and kiss me. And Skinner's like, I'm afraid I already swallowed it while you were talking. Oh, God. And so they end up making out. They roll on the floor, right? But man, Skinner's such a square. Mm-hmm. Right. So. <clears throat> <clears throat> Come back to the elementary. Next yeah. Um, Skinner, Skinner is not himself. No, he is um, kind of like a. Light and airy, he's really happy. He's not his usual uptight self, mm -hmm. right? He's greeting all the students when they come in. And he's like, There's Ralph, he knows the score. <laughs> Being kind of lame, right? Yeah, and Miss Krabobble yeah. cuts her lesson short mm -hmm. and she lets them go outside to pick wildflowers because it's such a beautiful day. Yeah, she's in a good mood. Yeah, so the children run out of the classroom. Skinner calls Bart to the office again. Right, and he hands Bart a note for Mrs. K and tells him to deliver it and warns him not to read it. Okay, this is Bart. Yeah. So obviously Bart walks out and then he's not looking. He opens it. Mm -hmm. All right. And he uh, starts reading over the shoulder. We see that uh, Skinner wants to see Miss Krabobble tonight at a theater. Mm -hmm. Movie date. Mm -hmm. So they go to the movies. And they go in separately, right? Uh, we see Skinner walk in. He's wearing sunglasses, a hat, a disguise, right? And Edna's already sitting down. Mm -hmm. And she's got a little, like, headscarf on and all that, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Edna's like, do you think anyone saw us? And uh, he said, no, it went just as we planned. Except they confiscated my thermos of cola at the door. Oh, my God. 
course he did that. Yes, and Bob was like, ah. And at that moment, they run into Superintendent Chalmers. Mm. He's like, Skinner, Krabappel, what are you two doing here? And just Krabappel was like, Superintendent Chalmers. And Skinner's like, oh, well, we're, we're on a field trip. Uh, with a student. And uh, Skinner's like, yes, he's... Uh, uh, he's purchasing refreshments in the lobby. So Skinner's like, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll go get him right now. And he tells uh, Ms. K real quick, car keys, car keys, car keys, in a real <laughs> low voice. Uh, so Krabappel gives him the keys so he can go get Bart, right? So he goes, gets Bart. Next thing we know, we see one tired-looking Bart in his pajamas. And he's, like, trying to stay awake, but he's not succeeding, right? Yeah. And uh, so Bart's like, what's going on? So Skinner just nudges him and is like, just enjoy the movie. It has Tom Berenger. <laughs> I wonder um, which one they were watching. Oh, my no. So Skinner, Kerbobble, and Chalmers are trying to pay attention while Bart is falling asleep, right? Yep. And Chalmers keeps oh, asking he's Bart... Like the worst person to go to a movie with, apparently. Uh-huh. Chalmers keeps asking questions. And uh, Bart's like, Bart's, of course he doesn't care. Right? He's, yeah, like, he does. he's like, I don't think it really matters. Yep. He's, he's, you think he's close to tears there? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. he's really frustrated at that point. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so that crisis is over. And this kid drops off Skitter at home. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, Skinner has to tell her, mm-hmm. "Mother doesn't approve of me dating, so I need you to keep her busy for a few hours while Edna and I sneak out." Right, he's telling Bart to do this. Yes, and Bart's like, "Oh, I can't take much more of this." <laughs> so then we cut to Agnes uh-huh. and her hobby. She says, "I collect pictures of cakes that I clip out of the magazines." all started in 1941 when Good Housekeeping featured a photo of a lovely cake. And she opens this big album, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Bart's like, you wouldn't happen to have any real cakes around here, would you? Oh, my. No, I don't care for cake. Too sweet. Now, this is called a Lady Baltimore cake. And she's pointing to the picture. At my age, I don't have much saliva left, so you'll have to lick my thumb before I can turn the pages. Bart- <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Bart's like, uh, can I just turn the pages for you? And uh, he reached for the page, and then and Agnes just slaps his hand away. No! But you can pick out any picture you want to take home. Okay, that one. And she slaps, slaps his hand again. No, you can't have that one. That's coconut cake. Yeah, this is horrible for Bart, man. Yeah. I, I rarely feel sorry for Bart, but... He's, he's, he's in it now. Yeah. Uh, so, then we go to class, right? And he can't even catch a break in class because Miss Krabavel comes up with any excuse to send Bart down to the principal's office. But he doesn't he doesn't get a referral, he gets a note. Mm-hmm. And very soon after, we see Principal Skinner open the door to the classroom and he's bringing back Bart, right? Mm-hmm. Like he disciplined him. He says, Mrs. Krabavel, Bart has something he wants to say to you. And Bart's like, I won't say it. And Bart? Oh, I love you, Edna Krabappel. And the whole class laughs at him, right? Of course, Sherry and Terror. Bart's going to marry the teacher. Nelson's like, where are you registered, Simpson? And Bart's just embarrassed. Oh, no. Miss Krabappel's like, thank you, Bart. That was very sweet. You may sit down now. And under his breath, he's had enough. He says, you're not going to get away with this. So Miss Krabappel stands up as a class. 
I'm going to step out for a few minutes. Martin, you're in charge. And she leaves. And even Martin's going to get one in on Bart now. Because now he's in charge. He's like, now, Bart, you must promise not to fall in love with me. <laughs> wow. Even and even Bart says it, right? Yeah, wow. Now Martin's scoring off of me. Now, oh, he's like, oh, that's it. He gets up off the chair. He's like, listen up, everybody. Follow me. And he leads him out of the classroom. I guess that was the last straw for Bart. Right? Yeah. When Martin starts making fun of you, it's like, oh, Yeah, when man. the class nerd starts getting his digs on you, you, you can't let that go, man. Woo! And so as they're leading, as he's leading the kids in the hallway, he starts knocking on every classroom door that's on his way, right? Mm-hmm. And they get all the way to the janitor's closet. And Bart's like, okay, crew, set your faces to stunned. Then he slowly opens the door. And he whips it open, and we see Skinner and Krabobble locked lips. Yes, they're going at it. They're, they're kissing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, you know, they're hugging each other, and Mrs. K's leg is up on him, and, like, her skirt's kind of riding up her thigh and everything like Yeah, that. their hair is kind of uh, yeah. not as good-looking as it was before. Mm-hmm. So they're horrified. I love how Edna just tries to, like, really slowly move her skirt down a little bit, but it just uh-huh. comes back up. Oh, man. And Skinner kind of like, while he's looking at them, still holding on to Edna, he's like, uh, school dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And, of course, as kids do, we see all the kids going home and telling their parents. So what the hell would you have done if you had seen something like this? Probably the same thing at that age. Yeah, of course. I would have done the same thing. Well, if, if you really didn't like the teacher, would you add extra stuff in there? You know, I've never been like that, but maybe if I really didn't like the teacher. Yeah. I'm really a vindictive person. <laughs> I really... Uh-huh. It takes a lot for me to get, like, that upset. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see why the kids do it, of course. So first one up is Millhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and Principal Skinner and Mrs. Krabobble were kissing and swearing. Of course, they added that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we go to... Uh, uh, Sanjay, pa- right? Sanjay's kid, Paha Sakashep, Paha Shep. Pahu Sasheta Nakasapima Petlan. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then and Abu's there too. They go to the, like, he goes to the convenience store. He's like, Father, Uncle Apu, a teacher was in the closet with the principal and he had as many arms as Vishnu and they were all very busy. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's a good description there. Yep. And then Lisa. I was in the library at the time, but Janie told me that Principal Skinner and Bart's teacher, uh, Mrs. What's your name? Martin Krabobble. Yes, uh, Krabobble. They were naked in the closet together. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so Bart's just like, oh, my goodness. And Homer's like, wait a minute. Bart's teacher is named Krabobble? I've been calling her Crandall. Why didn't somebody tell me? Oh, I've been making an idiot out of myself. And he runs out of the room. <laughs> Homer just missing the point, right? Mm-hmm. Then we get to my favorite. Ralph. Ralph. This is my favorite one. And so he's talking to his parents, right? He's like, Mrs. Grimobble and Principal Skinner were in the closet making babies, and I saw one of the babies, and then the baby looked at me. It's <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Wiggum's like, the baby looked at you? So he picks up his phone, he's like, Sarah, get me Superintendent Chalmers. And Mrs. Wiggum dials the number. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Just like he's at work. Uh-huh. And of course... Superintendent Chalmers is very, very upset about this. All right? You hear the scooter? 
And Skinner's like, Superintendent Chalmers. And Chalmers says, the whole town's in an uproar about your sleazy shenanigans. Now I'm going to give you a choice. You can either give up this tawdry, fulfilling relationship, or you two will be out of here so fast your, your motorboards will spin. Where's your motorboard anyway? Uh, right here, sir. He puts it on his head and after he dusts it off, right? <laughs> so he tells us, what will it be, Seymour? Uh, well, I'm sorry, but I can't give up the woman I love. Well, then I'm afraid you leave me no choice. I want you out of the building by 3 o'clock. You're fired. Edna, two. And he's not too happy about that, right? Mm -hmm. So we cut to Mrs. Krabobble's room, and she's giving her goodbyes to the class, right? Well, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to all of you. We've never had a lot of fun together. We've had a lot of fun together. He's, she's walking up and down the rows, right? Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. How many kids have you been beaten up this year? And I was like, I don't know, 50? Ah, 50. Where does the time go? <laughs> and Bart is called into the principal's office one last time at this point, right? And Skinner, now, does he's not Principal Skinner anymore, mm -hmm. right? He apologizes to Bart for all the awkward situations, right? He gets his belongings, he goes out the door, but Bart stops him and he says, Just this once, man. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that apparently got through Skinner. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Bart's right. <laughs> Bart is completely right. Skinner's just been a pushover to everybody this whole mm -hmm. time in the series. And then Principal Skinner says, We're not going anywhere. I'm going to do what Bart should have told me to do a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's still finds a way to put it on Bart. Yeah. It's hilarious. And so, Principal Skinner, Edna, and Bart are all standing their ground. They're standing on the roof of the elementary, right, in protest. Mm -hmm. And so Skinner has the bullhorn, and he says, they're not coming down until they get what they want. All right? But nobody's really paying attention. Paying attention. Except for Willie. Mm -hmm. Willie says, Willie, here's you. Willie don't care. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> <laughs> Bart is a little bit more experienced causing rackets, right? Mm -hmm. So he uh, he uh, goes ahead and he calls Kent Brockman up, right? Mm -hmm. And he reports a, a, a was it a false oct uh, an octopus sighting? Yeah, in uh, Springfield Elementary, and uh, so sooner or later they show up with a helicopter. Yeah, the news choppers <laughs> out there flying yeah. over the school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we hear Ken go, so once again, I've been had. But an even more interesting story has developed high atop this two-story school. A love story. And so there's a whole crowd out there now, right? Chalmers is there, and he's actually trying to talk Skinner down, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> and so, Skinner, get off of my school. Skinner's like, no, you get off my school. <laughs> and Marge's like, Homer, Bart's up there. So... <laughs> Homer grabs the bullhorn from Chalmers. He's like, give me that. So he <coughs> threw the bullhorn. He's like, Bart, this is your father. Do you know where the remote is? I looked all over the house. You hear Bart in the, in the background. Did you check your pockets? So he checks his pockets, and that's where the remote is. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, God. Of course it is, right? <laughs> yeah, he turns to talk to tell Mars that it was in his pocket, but he was still holding on to the bullhorn. Yeah, like, in my pocket the whole time. It's super annoying. Yes. Right. And so then we see Wiggum trying to use some uh, reverse psychology, but it doesn't work. No. Right. So he says, all right, plan B. And so he gets a, a sound 
truck capable of um, blasting what is it, Embraceable U at concert volume. Mm-hmm. And you think that's going to, uh, you know, freak them out, get them to come out. But no, they end up dancing. Yeah, because uh, they did this to Noriega. Yes. Back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But they played uh, Metallica, rock and roll. Guns N' Roses. Rock and roll yeah, as yeah, loud yeah. as they could. To he, hated, he hated rock and roll. Uh huh. And this is, this is kind of like a little reference to that. Yeah. But they're not playing loud rock and they're playing romantic music, mm-hmm. which, of course, enhances the mood. Yep. And so uh, Wiggum thinks, oh, it's working, right? So he gets a, a floodlight to point at the school. You know, um, all that does is give them like a really cool lighting atmosphere of them dancing to this song now. Yeah, because apparently the light hits a colander directly and the yeah. colander kind of like separates the light. Into, it looks all cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Kind of looks like a little nightclub in there now. Mm-hmm. And then next thing we know, we see a telephone crashing through the window and the ringing wakes Skinner. Yep. So he's like, I'll get it. He picks it up. Talk to me. And Chalmers like, you got to end this thing, Seymour. We're not coming out until our jobs are reinstated and you acknowledge and celebrate our love. Chalmers like, no one would like to celebrate your love more than not. But I'm a public servant and not permitted to use my judgment in any way. <laughs> that's such a great oh, line. Okay. You have no line. idea how true this is. It is. Yeah. like That's such a great line, uh-huh. man. It's, that's smart writing. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm an individual. I think think for myself, but I'm not allowed to at the moment. Yep. And so Mr. Bobble takes one. She's like, then let us take our case directly to the townspeople. Chalmers says, oh, yeah, that'll be real productive. Who do you want to talk to first? The guy with the bumblebee suit or the one with the bone through his hair? And Mel gets upset, right? He's like, my opinions are as valid as the next man's. Chalmers like, yeah, all right. Just come on down. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Skinner's like, all right, I'm going to go down. But Bart stops and he suggests that Skinner needs to get everybody's attention first, mm-hmm. right? So we cut to the school's main entrance. We see Skinner, Krabobble, and Bart all come out. But then Skinner opens his opens his uh, jacket and says, everyone, I have a bomb, mm-hmm. right? But it's not. It's mm-hmm. not a bomb. Those aren't sticks of dynamite strapped to his chest. Yeah, Wiggum notices that those are hot dogs. Of course, Wiggum mm-hmm. notices that. Those are hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Armor hot dogs, exactly. Uh (laughs) And so uh, he's ready to talk, and Krabobble says, Just speak from the heart, Seymour. Tell them how we brought a little happiness into each other's lives. Ask them why we're forcing two dedicated people to choose between their careers and their hearts. And then we see, uh, uh, what is it? Maud Flanders, right? Excuse me, Edna. I don't think we're talking about love here. We're talking about S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N. Oh, God. She's so lame. Mm-hmm. And Cross is like, sex cauldron? I thought they closed that place down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's such a great crusty man. The generate crusty man. Oh, God. He's such a generate clown. Sex cauldron? <laughs> anyway. So Skinner asks, what's going on? And a bunch of the crowd tells them that they heard that Skinner and Krabobble were having sexual congress in the closet. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, yeah, everybody's like, yeah. And I think uh, Wiggum's like, yeah, you know, making babies. Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Skinner's like, this is absurd. I do- 
I did not have relations in that closet. And the fact is, I have. Um, he stops. Chalmers says, "Yes." And then Edna says, "Seymour, I think you better tell them. It's the only way to clear our names." And Seymour's like, "Well, everybody, the fact is, I haven't ever had relations. I am a virgin." And everybody's jaw just drops, right? And I love that you hear Nelson. Out of the silence. That's one of the best Nelson laughs in that mo- that timing ever. Man. Yeah. That's, that's, Cut through the silence that's right there. easily in his like top three. Like yeah. it really is. <laughs> Homer's like, hey, does that mean Mrs. Krabobble's a virgin too? Then you hear Mrs. Krabobble. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that one. <laughs> and so Superintendent Chalmers backs that. He's like, well, it's clear you've been falsely accused because no one anywhere ever would pretend to be a 44-year-old virgin. And the crowd walks off. Gross <laughs> is like, oh, that's for sure. And he was I'm uh, inclined to agree. When he's like, <laughs> I'll never see, look at him the same again. It's so terrible. Uh-huh. And so Lenny's like, that was more than I wanted to know. So Chalmers clears his throat. He's like, okay, well, <clears throat> Edna, Seymour, in light of these uh, um, revelations, <laughs> I uh, suppose we uh, overreacted. And so Miss K asks, like, do we have our jobs back? What? Oh, yes, yes, sure. Just, you know, uh, keep the lewdness to a minimum. And he walks away as quickly as he can. And so we see Skinner, Krabobble, and Bart. They're all relieved. They go into school. Bart gets his things out of the locker. He starts to go home. He's like, I'm out of here. Skinny, Krabby, catch you later. <laughs> That's a good nickname. Uh, and Skinner's like, hold on, Bart. May we have a word with you? And Miss K says, like, we want to thank you for helping us through a difficult period. Oh, no problemo. So I guess you'll be, you, you'll be getting married or something, huh? And uh, she says, well, actually, Seymour and I have decided to break up. Huh? <laughs> Like, mm, we can't continue on like this, trying to build a private relationship in public. The whole town watching our every move with a fine-tooth comb. And Mr. Krubal was like, mm-hmm. I used to, I'm used to humiliation, but not in front of a crowd like that, that size. Yeah, and Bart says, aw, but you seem like such a good couple. And Krubal was like, Bart, when you get a little older, you're, you'll, you're going to learn that sometimes romances don't turn out exactly the way you'd like them to. So Bart just kind of shrugs and, he, you know, he takes out of the building, right? He takes off. Mm-hmm. And Skinner's like, that's why I love elementary school, Edna. The children believe anything you tell them. <laughs> and he gets some champagne out, mm-hmm. right? And uh, him and Edna go back to the janitor's closet. And before we fade to black, we hear the cork pop, right? And we hear the, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, right? And we end the episode right so I guess that's their spot. Yeah. The janitor's closet. The janitor's closet. The sleazy janitor's closet. <laughs> give it the extra thrill, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, what's not to like about this thing? Again, this season, man. This season is so The, the gift that keeps on giving. It is, man. Seven and eight have just been... Mm-hmm. Of course, what would you rate this here? Oh, this was a five. Five donuts. This, uh, this is one of the classics. Mm. Like this is a, you know, again, if you're getting someone into The Simpsons, this one is a must watch. Um, you learn a lot about a lot of people, especially Skinner. Yes, this is one. Um, 
we think he's such a badass, and then we see, we learn this. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, is he a badass or not? I mean, he is and he isn't. That's yes. the great thing about Skinner, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, as a, as a regular dude, square, timid, but man, you put that guy in a war and he knows exactly what to do. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get more of that later when we get into the military career of... Uh, One Seymour Skinner. Yes. Um, is there anything else we'd, uh, did we need to talk about in this episode here? I mean, I do love just like, of course, the, the reality of it, like kids going home and telling their parents stuff, super mm. exaggerated. That's not true. Um, you know, there is the, uh, the stigma of teachers dating and people that want to get the same school dating and all that too. It's still, still a thing. Mm. I mean, the, the smoking in the in the in school and everything. Yeah. I mean, I could still. I remember they could still smoke in the teachers' lounge. Yeah, I think in elementary they could mm. still smoke in the teachers' lounge. And then, not too long after that, I guess nothing. Yeah, he's not gonna get in trouble now. But I did have a teacher when I was in high school mm-hmm. that that man, you know, where we work <laughs> when I was a student there. That man needed his cigarettes so bad oh. that he would leave class, like walk super fast to the outs- outside, mm-hmm. pull a cigarette out, take like two drags, and then put like, stomp it out and put it away and then come back to class. That's how bad he needed his he, he had the shakes. Yeah. The shakes. Oh, he just went, you, could, you, you know, one time, of course, we, we all figured it out. Mm-hmm. So one time he went out, we all kind of stuck our heads out the door. Like, sure enough, there he was lighting up outside the door. <laughs> oh, man. I won't name him, but, mm. <laughs> but yeah, man. Very different time. I don't know, I'm thinking, how would I handle something like that? Nicorette gum? I guess so. But even then, you probably can't have that on, on school, right? It's got nicotine in it. As long as it's not tobacco, right? As long as it's not tobacco. Mm. I mean, they're not going to stop a teacher from trying to stop them smoking. Not smoking. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. But yeah, man, like, it's just Martin's party, dude. Oh, my uh, oysters. Who That's, serves oysters to yeah, third grade? Dude, I can't, I can't see how anybody would serve oysters it's, at a kid's party. Talk about bougie here, right? I think it if is, I, if it I, is Martin, man. Yeah. Well, if I had been at a party like that and I see kids start passing out because of that, parents might be getting a kick in the ass. Hey, Martin's a spoiled kid when you think about it, man. His whole lavish birthday party, they built him a pool. Mm-hmm. You know, a little ice sculpture. Yeah, 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 man. Martin's got it good. Yeah, he does. That um, I'll be queen of summer, king, king yes, of king, summer. King. But I love that joke about. Oh, I think we both know why. What kind of boy? <laughs> a lucky, lucky boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Martin's beyond sus at this point. Like. Yes, he's been <laughs> quite confirmed. I think. That's funny. But yeah, man, Nelson's great. One of the greatest Nelson hahas of all time, too. That just. I am a virgin. Ah, dude, I saw it the other day. Like, <laughs> I laughed like it was the first time I ever saw it. <laughs> it still cracks me up. Oh, just cutting through the absolute silence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, five donut episode, right? Super classic. You know, this is a top. Let's see. <sighs> I don't know if I have it in my top 10. It's top 15. It's top 15. It mm-hmm. has to be. It, and it is one of those that, you know, you do have to 
introduce someone you you have to show them this episode. Yeah. I mean, oh, just show them the whole damn season here. Yeah. This this season is so good. And it's gonna get better. There's got a longer dating list than Edna Krabappel, man. Oh, maybe in the future, Ned. But what are uh Selma didn't Selma dates a bunch of people. Yeah, too. that's true. Selma dates uh-huh. a bunch of people. I love Mrs. K's line. Super one. Wine for three. Yeah. <laughs> Super one, salad for one, wine for three. But yeah, man, great episode. Um, I agree. This, there's nothing not to love in this episode. Well, the thing is, like, I, I you know, I feel like we kind of got through this one kind of fast, but I think we did because this one is just straightforward the whole time. There's no lull mm. in this episode at all. Like, it's just, it's bam, just bam, joke bam, after bam, joke bam. after joke after joke. It's great. So, like, the pace of it, a lot gets done in 20 minutes. Yeah. An amazing amount of things happen. We learn so much about so many different people. <laughs> ah. Well, anyway, is there anything else you'd like to mention before we sign off for the week? I'm glad you feel a little bit better, buddy. Maybe you'll be back to full strength next week. I'm hoping I'm at full strength next week and uh, I can actually talk loudly without having wanting getting that urge to cough. Yeah. Um, it's kind of annoying. Y'all heard it. He had some good laughs today followed by coughs. Yes. <laughs> a lot is. of coughs. And until next week, Au revoir, suckers.